The recording has begun. No, it didn't Leslie say- is annoyed by college. Leslie gets yes. annoyed when she's in a conference <laughs> and with a group of people who try to quietly open candy wrappers and it actually makes it louder and more annoying. <laughs> we are right back to it. <laughs> Welcome back to Fire Away, Seriously Funny Conversations, the podcast where we catch up on things that make us laugh and things that make us human. We are Matt Bays and Leslie Robbins, and today we are going to talk about... Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> That's where Matt was all those six weeks. He was gone That's all over right. the country. Leslie starting a new job with some old, old people feet. Pedicures. Freaky lady with no toenails. Matt's got contacts, or at least one. <laughs> and our block party at the senior community. Everybody's welcome. And Leslie sends her beloved off to school. And my complaints about boring orientations. Spice up your orientation now. Take the Leslie course. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to Fire Away. Welcome back. Like Welcome, wel back. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Voice of an angel. Oh, it is. <laughs> For sure. Welcome back to Fire Away. Welcome back to our sparklers. We've been gone for six weeks and it feels like six years and we are ready to go. It does feel like six years. Doesn't it feel like a while? You've been everywhere. You're like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> the only place that, well, I went to Traverse City before the end of season one. So where Funny. have I been since then? Well, I know Europe. Where else? My God. I mean, I just oh, mean, just Europe. Like, I mean, you know. I just mean Europe. I've been to Europe, but I haven't been to 14 different places, but I have been there. And I'm trying to think if there was someplace else. I can't remember. You went to like freaking Spain and Paris and Spain I and mean, Paris. Two weeks before we went to Europe, we planned to go to Europe. Two weeks, right? No. Crazy. Well, because uh, Chris's youngest son wants to travel and he's a senior. So it was sort of like a senior trip. We could all pack up together and go over to Europe. So we did. We got Airbnbs and we went to Spain for five days and five days in Paris. And we were in Madrid first, which I loved, loved Madrid. You're, you're like supposed to live in Spain. I really loved Madrid a lot. Okay. And it because it's like, I think it's like, I love San Diego. Mm -hmm. And San Diego is just, it's clean. It's like open. There's space. There's people around. There's things to do. And it's busy, but it feels manageable. Yes. Okay. Then we went to Barcelona for a few days. So we split our time between in Spain, between Barcelona and Madrid. Barcelona is like New York City to me, but Spanish. Ooh. I didn't love it. Well, New York City's busy and it's dirty. Busy and dirty. So is Barcelona. Yeah. And Aiden loved Barcelona. 
It was really? like, I think his favorite of all. Yeah. And he loves the busy and all that stuff. But if you are wondering where all the gay men are in the whole wide world, <laughs> they are in Barcelona. Every single one of them. I am going there and I'm going to open a tight tank top shop because <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Everyone is walking around in tight tank tops and super short shorts. It's crazy. Well, okay. Did you love it? That seems like your vibe. No, I didn't love it. I didn't. It was like, there were great things about it, you know, and I'm not mad at it, but yeah. it's a little overwhelming. And New York City is always that way for me where I can like do two or three days and then I'm like, and I'm ready to go home. Right. You know, and that's kind of how I felt about Barcelona. It's just a lot of yeah. busy whatever. You know, but it's that like was a gay pride parade every day. Oh my God. Never seen so many gay people in my life. They were everywhere. Wow. Yeah. You felt like the majority, not the minority. Yeah. Gay men everywhere. I started like Googling <laughs> statistics and stuff like that. I wanted to know if, like, what the percentage is. Right. I can't remember now. Who knows? But anyway, then we went to Paris, and Paris is. It's just, it was awesome. And it was a I've one been to year Paris. You have? Yes. Not I Paris, have. Kentucky. Shut up. Yes. Because <laughs> Paris. So when you, when were you in Paris? I went to Paris about six years ago, six or seven years ago with um, my dad and my immediate family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my daughter, Cassidy. And we retraced my Papa Bill's steps in World War II. We went to Paris first before we did that. And I got there and I was exhausted and I took a shower and I was like, you know what? I'll just blow my dry my hair tomorrow morning and fix it. Turns out I did that. And my European plugins didn't work so good. And so my hair looked like, I mean, this. And I'm in Paris, the place of fashion, romance, everything. Yeah. And I'm like this yeah. with my hair everywhere. And did it was you not fine. take? Did you not take I did. the plug and adapter? I, I bought it and it didn't work. Oh. So I was like, we've got to find me a toboggan to wear. So I, the whole time I'm in Paris, I have this souvenir shop toboggan on my head with like a Paris sign on because my hair looked horrible. Oh my God. It was bad. Real bad. Yeah. Well, we were there on our first anniversary. That's which awesome. Was, it really was. It was like, yeah. oh my God, we're celebrating our first anniversary in Paris, which is like, yeah. Just amazing. So I've mentioned it before that one of my favorite movies is Something's Gotta Give, Diane Keaton yeah. and Jack Nicholson. Well, right. one of the scenes, final scenes in the movie is in a, a restaurant in Paris called the Grand Colbert. So I made reservations there. I was kind of surprised it wasn't that expensive. Really? Like with tip and everything, we were out of there for $95. $95? Dollars. I love it. Did you talk like that to the parents? This tastes like it's worth $195. But it was, it was just 95 And then there's a bridge. There's like a bridge that they stand on at the end where they proclaim their love. So I had to find out where that bridge was. And it was just fun. It was Did you neat. get a lock and put it on that bridge with your initials on it? No. We're gay, but that we're was, not that gay. You're not that gay. All right. No. Fine. No. Fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
but there is a bridge here in Cincinnati where there's a bunch of locks on the bridge and I still kind of want to do it. I'm going to do it for you. I'll just put your initials on it. Yeah. I always look when I go on there because some people write their names on that. And I'm always looking for two girls names or two guys names. Yeah, of course. You want the gay, you, you want the gay experience. Uh, represent. Represent zip. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it was an awesome trip. And my last day in Barcelona, I woke up at three in the morning, my elbow hurt. And I was like, okay, what is this? And I thought, oh, it's nothing. Tried to go back to sleep, kept feeling it and thought something's not right. So I get up, I'm moving it. And when I started moving it, it like swelled up really big. And I was like, I have a spider bite and mm -hmm. I am not going to die in Europe. So right. I woke up Chris <laughs> and he like jumped and was like, we need to go to the emergency room, go to the emergency room. And it is bursitis. Wait, oh, I get all the, I get all the old man diseases, but I do not know one person in the world that has ever had bursitis except I believe for my mom has. Really? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, except for really, really old people. No offense, Tammy. No, we all get weird stuff. My family is very weird. Me too. I've had pleurisy, yeah. which is old man illness. People die to that. It's stupid. That hurt worse than anything. But the thing about bursitis is it takes three to six weeks to go away. So look at my elbow. Can you see how it's all sticking yeah. out weird? Yeah. yeah. That's it's it. swelled up like that. Yeah. Oh. And I went in and there was a man next to me. I couldn't talk like Spanish to anyone. Oh. So I went twice. Oh, the first time I went, <laughs> there was a man next to me. I have a video. Oh, and he was dying, I'm sure of it. Just like, oh, oh, the whole time yes, where I'm sitting I there thinking, yes. oh, I sent it to you, didn't I? Oh, my God, yes. And I've laughed yes, my butt off. Yes. And then two days later, my whole arm got real big because I was supposed to be immobilized and keep it real still. But by then we were in Paris and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I got a right. sling, walked around the city. Then we went back in to because I thought it might be infected. Oh, God. And they were like, no. So, Leslie, here's the story. No. I am in the, the, the waiting room. They bring me in. They speak way too much French to me. I don't know a word of French. So, finally, I was like, I need you to get your Google Translator because I need to know if yeah. I'm dying or if I'm going to live and if I'm going to live, how long I have. Right. I don't know the French words. So this lady gets her Google translator, talks to me through all the things and it's nothing. She's like, it's just inflamed. You need to keep it still, which I couldn't, whatever. And I thought I'll do that when I get home. But we go to leave. I've been in there for four and a half hours. They've taken my blood. They did an EKG. They did this alcohol wrap around sling thing. Yeah. whatever. They prescribe medicines, all the stuff, sit down with a doctor privately and talk. And when we go to leave, they say goodbye. That's it. And I was like, are they not sending us to billing? And she's like, oh no, no, you can just go. And I'm like, we can just walk out of here. And she's like, yeah, you're it's paying care. Free. Not one penny. Walked out of there for free. Swear to God. Even though you were American? Cost, yeah. It would have cost us at least, I'm guessing somewhere around $1,500 for an EKG and all the blood work and the emergency room. That's, I think, being thrifty, $1,500. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Zero dollars. Dollars. Right. No dollars. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Zero dollars. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So that's I what remember, happened in Europe. That, that's a very exciting trip. For real. Yeah, I mean, it that, that itself. Was. It was trip of a lifetime. It was. And you just yeah. planned it in two weeks. Like it was two going weeks. to McDonald's for, you know. Yeah. Now Let's our first Airbnb was like the most amazing Airbnb I've ever stayed in. And then the other two, well, they weren't. They were amazing. Was it just not clean or like, what was the experience? Well, one of them was like, I felt like it was old East Germany. Like they were like, you do not need pictures on the wall. You need beds, you need walls. You don't uh, need drapes or TV. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was like bare essentials. There was oh like God. nothing in there. So it was gray and white. And I mean, not one piece of artwork anywhere. Just white walls, gray floor, gray beds, not even comforters, just tucked in sheets. Yeah. And then the other one, the second one, or the third one in Paris was dirt, just dirty. It was real dirty. Mm-hmm. Just dirty. It's just dirty. But you Ain't did something else. I feel like you went there and then you came home and then you went somewhere else. Okay. Let me tell you one more thing. Okay. Kiss my tail. Here we go. So and I'm, sorry, the water I'm, ta- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking so much, but okay. So Chris likes to do things. Yeah. And plan to do things. So he arranged all these like experiences that you can do through Airbnb or through, I don't know if it's Google TripAdvisor or whatever. He arranges for all this stuff. And one of the things that we did was a home cooking course in a <laughs> Spanish home where we were going to make paella, the old traditional Spanish dish. I don't care about no paella. Never have. But the three of us go there and there are three other people and then the two hosts. Okay. We start chopping up all the stuff. And once we start cooking, they bring out this big pan and it's a lot of talking about the process, whatever. But I just kind of wanted to hobnob with the people there. Right. Of course you did. We could only talk to them. It was like they kind of kept it all. So we only talked to them. And you know how they say never trust a skinny cook? Yeah. Bingo. They were both skinny, skinny, skinny. And so they start making the food and I'm like thinking, this just looks like, like, is there more to this? Or when, when it's done, the paella after three hours, I'm not kidding. Three, they start to serve up the paella and it's like a small side dish of rice with like just some vegetables in it. And that's dinner. And you were like, where's the old El Paso salsa kit? (laughs) Where's the food? Right. Like, where's the food? And you're all like, and they're like, they keep saying, this is all made with love, you know, or whatever. And then they say, just wait till you get dessert. And I'm like, what is it? I'm all excited about the dessert. And they're like, it's a surprise. So we finish eating and I'm like, it better just be, I'm expecting baked Alaska. Like they're going to walk out of the house with it on fire, you know? Yes. No. Chi-Chi's fried out. ice cream. Something, something. I need something with meat. Yes. Like we need something mm-hmm. heavy. Mm-hmm. So they come out with these baby food jars and crackers and these two little things of like yogurt. Or three, yeah. there might have been three of them, and I don't care. 
he sits down and puts what are the equivalent of Ritz crackers, probably 10 or 12 of them in a bowl and is like, has a wooden like dowel thing, like smashing them up, keeps talking, telling his stories. They get in a little argument, which was uncomfortable. Keep smashing them, smashing them. And Chris is sitting next to me. He's the closest to the crackers being smashed. And he does the touch my leg, squeeze it, like what's happening right now. So then they put olive oil on top of the crackers, mix it. And then while they're talking, they start spooning the crackers into the bottom of the baby jars. And I'm talking this high, like yeah. one inch, maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, all I know is I see eight baby food jars and there are eight people around the table. This is not going to be very much. Right. Then they put in the yogurt and then swear to God, they bring out Smucker's jelly jars that are so far gone that you're going to have to dig in there where you get it all over your hand. Like it's so deep. All the kids have eaten it. And they're like, layer this in on top. So you've got crackers, yogurt, that's about two inches thick, and then supposed to put jelly on it. That's dessert. And they kept calling those crackers cookies. And I'm like, they're not damn cookies. They're crackers. They're like Ritz crackers. So whatever. Anyway, it was a bus. So we left there, went straight to a restaurant and had dinner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you did have an experience. Well, then the, I feel was, bad because they keep sending the Airbnb review to me. I'm just not going to say bad things. You're just like, no. Did you read the reviews? Like, did other people go? Um, That's what I can't get um, is I can't, you know, on Airbnb, you can't sort for the one stars because trust me, I've tried. Right. To like get the one star reviews and read them. You know, you can do that on Amazon. Just click totally. the button. You can't yeah. do it on Airbnb. So you just have to pilfer through. Well, oh there, I can't find any bad ones. It's all like good. Oh, they're so kind and they're sweet. And they were. But mm -hmm. that food, listen, I don't know if it was a bad night or what happened, but it was very, very little food. And Chris still gave him a $40 tip. Of course, because Chris. I know. I love he, left. he was so nice and I was so good to get so there. Done. I was hungry. Everybody was talking and I waited for the first little silence. And I was like, this has been really nice. And Aiden called me out on that. He goes, I heard you try to bring it to an end where you were like, this has been really nice. And he was totally right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> what, like, and scene. What <laughs> did Aiden think about it? Was he like, we were just, we were just all hungry. Yes. <laughs> All of us were hungry and I just could not figure out how that was enough for everybody. Wow. I did not have as an exciting time, Carmen San Diego, that you did. I just started a new job. Yes, you did. Tell us. Well, it's um, a senior living community and they're very particular about how you word everything like mature skin, you know, like in our memory care community or neighborhood, you don't say back there. You don't say the what, hunchback what do you mean of Notre Dame. Like they're 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 contained, confined. So for their safety, I don't know how to yeah. say it. It's like it, it is straight up. I get so nervous when I have to talk about it because there's so many things you're not supposed to say, and I say all the things that I'm not supposed to. That's like in the funeral business. You yeah, can't like, say gravestone. You say burial marker, and you can't say the body. You have to call them by Mister or Mrs. La la la. 
it's, it's very similar to that, that type yeah. of thing. At one of our, my trainings, they said, don't call them guys. Like, hey, guys, I do that all the time. I, like, that is how I address people. Like, hey, guys, we're yeah. going to play bingo. Yeah. She wasn't talking to me specifically. She was just like, you don't, this, this, this is the greatest generation. You call them Mr. and Mrs. You say hello and welcome. You don't say, you know, and I'm like, oh, but I'm not being myself. That's not me. Why are they the greatest generation? That's what they're called. Like, you're a gen. It is? Gen X, yeah, they're the their era is called the Greatest Generation, the one before Boomers. Greatest generation, the Greatest Generation, yes, like I the World War II fighters. These people like to party. They love their happy hour. Love. They it. have happy hour every day. They would. Yeah. They love it. They um, love the libations. Yeah, there's so many of these people that they just want to be social. So they're a bunch of extroverts. Okay. And there's some that won't. There's some that like won't come out of their rooms or their apartments. I'm not allowed to call them rooms. It's their apartments. <laughs> oh god. And you know, like that's how it is. I'm always like right on the edge of saying the wrong thing. But I really have enjoyed it. I need a staff. So if anybody would like to come and work with me, there's a plug. If you live in Carmel, Indiana area, <laughs> come work with me. It'll Wait, be fun. Are you telling me that somebody out there could work with half of the fire away staff? They could. They could be right there with me making nice. memories yeah. so it's cute it's a really adorable and oh that's something else you're not allowed to say is that they're cute but it is a really adorable um, sweet experience but don't call them cute so who's the oldest person you don't have to say their name but who's the oldest person there i do know somebody's 97 nobody's 100 i don't know the, and what's the youngest person, maybe 70 72 yeah. the baby boomers are coming in they're they're making their way into the senior living community. So it's becoming a booming industry. Oh yeah, yeah. A booming industry. Mm -hmm. Is that sort of play on words? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job. Good job. I see you're still on your water journey. I'm not doing real great with it. This month at this work, like, like at my job, we get free Coke out of the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> and I am all about it. Like you get to just go up, saddle up to the fountain and get as much as you want. Endless amounts of Diet a Coke. free Coke. Yeah. And then also we get to eat the, the cafeteria food. Yeah. It's like a restaurant. So like I just order off the meal, the menu and I get it free. It's a perk of working there. Yeah. So I have not been doing water journey okay. at all. What's in that? Are, so is that vodka you're drinking? That, that's straight vodka. <laughs> okay. I figured. Which is a little absolute journey. Just a little. People so, don't know what you mean when you say I'm on an absolute journey. Yeah. yeah. So I've been to a lot of uh, trainings about dementia. And of course, I think that I have it. Oh, Lord. I'm like, oh, my God. They said one of the first signs of someone having dementia is that they crave sweets more than usual. I'm like, <laughs> I've got it. All I want to do is eat bread and cupcakes and icing and brownies. Oh, listen, and 90% of America has it then. Exactly. That's why I'm being overdramatic. Yeah. So anyway, just here to tell everybody I have dementia. Yeah. <laughs> At 40, You need to start old. playing those games. Yes. Mammal Jerry colors every day and does crossword puzzles 
And she has started recently sending us some of her coloring pages for Christmas. Which, Does she have dementia? No, it's to oh. keep from having it. She's Aren't you keeping, supposed to do things that you didn't do when you were four years old? I don't know. I think it's just to keep your mind alert. Yeah. So There's only so there's, much TV you can watch. I've thought about this. Like, what are we going to do when we get older to keep our brains buzzing? My mom still works. She's yeah. 79 years old and has a yeah. client and works about 30 hours a week. And she says, I do it to keep my mind sharp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Volunteer doing things. Yeah. I just don't see our generation. I don't see us being really volunteering like that type. We're going to be like, we want to go to Cancun and lay out. That's we how need we're people to volunteer for us. Right. The older generation right now, they're the volunteers. They do all kinds of stuff. We're all strippers and whatnot. Yes, totally. Yeah. And we are not that yeah. that way. Yeah. I went, I dropped my daughter off for college. Oh my God. How was that? Well, first I need to say that I once worked for a college for one year. And so I learned a lot from it. But the one thing that I need everybody to know, and this is just a kind of a generic statement for everything. If you are hosting a training or an informational meeting that is boring and you know it's boring, the goal for you is not to be boring. Don't dress boring. Don't be boring. And if you know that you are boring, put somebody else up front. I don't think people have the self-awareness to know whether or not they're boring. And somebody right now is listening to this and thinking, Y'all are boring. I am bored of your podcast. But do you know what they can do? They can just hit stop and then not listen anymore. When you're in a training that you have to be in to get information, you can't. And so I was, I sent, of course, I sent you text through it all while you were on your Carmen San Diego trip. Yes. I was just frustrated. First, they had a podium and she stood behind the podium and she just read. No. Be funny. What if she's not funny, though? Here's what I would do. If I was boring and I had to do an event, I would find somebody in my work who is exciting. And I'd be like, can you come and do this with me? Yes. Let's piggyback off each other. Can you just be the comic relief? Because, I mean, I just could not with it all. I couldn't focus. I was so bored. And I just started critiquing everything. Like, change your voice and your tone. Like, make it do stuff. How was was She got to leave. I was in a parents meeting. Oh, okay. Part of me just would be like, give me that mic. I'll do it. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Here's what you need to know. (laughs) I've done this One half. Of the cast of the Fireway <laughs> podcast. Give me that microphone, <laughs> Jennifer. Anyway. Well, and so she is there now. She is. She's there. She hasn't called me. I haven't texted her. I'm staying hands off, but it's how many days since you haven't texted her? Uh, three days almost. Wow. And I do check her uh, location a lot, but I don't text her. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I have somebody on my Find My iPhone right now. Mm-hmm. That they share their location one time. And I don't think they know that yeah. I can see their location. But mm-hmm. I wonder if I've done that. Like if I've shared my location with somebody yeah. before and they know. Where, and I, mean, I, I can't be bothered with trying to figure out how to know. Honestly, whoever is following me is going to be the most bored. <laughs> there be a, she never leaves her house. She is always <laughs> in that one spot right in her house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She is boring. And they're going to be like, 
Matt's dot is moving slowly because all he does is walk around that damn city <laughs> all the time. I know. Oh yeah. my God. Guess what? Okay. What? I, if you've noticed, I don't have my glasses on. Mm -hmm. What yes. are you doing? Okay. I got what is called monovision, one contact, one contact lens in my left eye because I have an imbalance in my eyes, but I have great distance vision. Okay. Mm. It's just mm. the up close where I can't read anymore. And it's gotten super blurry as I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. Annoying. So I always have my reading glasses on when I'm on my computer. Well, I tried contact lenses for a while that would adjust, but they mess with your distance vision. And I didn't like that because my distance vision is really good. So my mom used one contact lens for like 25 years. She was mm -hmm. like, just try it. You'll adjust. So I've only been doing this for a week and two days. And I hope that I'm adjusting, mm -hmm. but I am sitting in front of my computer all day writing and editing and it's perfect. 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 It's awesome. I love it. I just <laughs> hope that my distance vision that I figure it out because I can still see, but it's not quite as clear. And my optometrist basically said, get over it. <laughs> he, he was serious. Okay. He was like, you're being a needy ass, you know, people with really good eyesight. They're the ones that bellyache and grumble and complain because anything's off. Whereas a person who truly has bad eyesight is like, oh, I'm getting this much correction. Perfect. It means right. that something else isn't working. I'm fine. And right. I'm like, but can you make it clear? Like, I want to just have the eyes that I had when I was five. <laughs> you know? That's yes, all. totally. So I'm, I'm getting, getting used to it. But you're not going to see my reading glasses this season. What? What? I don't you're like having glasses on my face because I feel like there's something yeah. between me and the people. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. I got new glasses because I have astigmatism. You do. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm good with it. So they gave me, I have brand new glasses that I just got a text for saying they're ready. And I can't see, I'm the opposite of you. I can't see far away and I see fine close up, but now. The so when you read like menus in a restaurant, you can see them. Yeah. Fine. Oh, it's the worst, which note to people who are trying to figure that out and forgot your glasses. I take pictures with my phone all the time and blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> like so that I can read them, oh, but not no mo, not no mo. Eyes freak me out, just yeah. freak me out. How now, my mom, Penny was blind, not not to bring her up as usual, but she was blind legally. She had retinal detachment, and my dad has gotten that too, but he is preventing it with some shots in the eyeball. And eyes freak me out. I can't handle it. I can't. I don't want to talk about it. Do you like feet? I don't mind feet. I did pedicures. I mean, I used to do pedicures all the time. Okay. Because there are some feet that are a lot more like hooves, really, than feet. It is. But you know what? The way I look at it is, it's like it's a challenge. Like when somebody with disgusting feet would come in, I'd be like, I'm going to fix you up. I'm going to make that look so good. You pull out the belt sander and just go to Oh, town. yeah. And you just cut them nice and clean and make it look so nice. And you're like, I did that. Did you have to have to cut thick skin off their heels? No, I never had that. I did, though, have one lady who didn't have a couple of toenails. She just didn't have them. Yeah. And she wanted me to just paint on the skin. <laughs> I was 
like, did you do I it? did it. I mean, I was 20. I was like a baby. And this older lady was like, just honey, just paint on where you think my nails would be. And I was like, okay. But I remember did being you like, like wrap them around the toe. Like they were. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I'm no, like, I'm not a scientist, but I mean, that's going to wash off immediately. (laughs) But okay, I'll do it just to make you happy. Yeah. Well, if you notice this gorgeousness in the background, I have a new location that we're shooting. Chris ordered me some lights because the, it's gray in here. Yeah. And without the lights, it just looks real boring. So we put that plant right there and then put these lights shining around to make it look like we know what we're doing. You do know what you're doing. And it's purple to match fire away. And I still yes. have my country cottage in the back. Yes, That's the only place do. I have. So your kids are all back in school. Yes, Jared got his license. He is my busiest child. And now I do not have to drive him anywhere. And do you make him drive the others around? Yeah, I mean, but Riley is is my exact clone, not in looks, but in personality. She doesn't leave the house. So she's, she doesn't like, need to go anywhere. See, that's one of the things that I remember loving is when one got their driver's license, they could drive the others around. It, it is amazing. It really is yeah. the best thing. Yeah. So Cassidy's in it's college. It's also Jared's, scary. Yes. Oh, my mom says it's like giving a toddler a gun and just letting them go. Well, the first gun. time that they pull out by themselves, you're like, yeah. what's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So let's talk about all the things that we're going to do this season on Fire Away so that people know what to look forward to now, knowing that we're probably not going to do any of it. I mean, it's all holidays. This is the holiday season. But let's just dream big. We're going to go to Rockefeller Center for Christmas. Oh, oh, bull, duh. Kicks with rockets. I want to go when Mariah Carey's there for her Christmas performance and see if we can get a backstage pass. No doubt. We'll just be correspondents. We'll be interviewing people as they come in. Yes. Yeah. That would be so fun. Our birthday's coming up. I think we should do a road trip. (laughs) We we hit the road. And my birthday is in November. Mine too. So so for that, we're going to be on location together shooting or together on the same screen. I have to say this. What? Sparklers, look at me. I'm making Matt sing at my block party for my senior living community. And he's going to sing 70s and 60s music. And it's going to be so fun. And I'm going to video it and I'm going to post it all over Fireway. Actually, if you live in the area, you can come. So if you live in the Indy, you know, Carmel, Fishers area, send me a message and I will tell you all about it and you can come. Really? Yeah, we can have a big old party with the seniors. Do you remember... We're doing yeah. that song for sure. Yeah, it's, it's September 21st. Yeah, it's happening. Do you want me to sing back up? I mean. Oh, know. of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to sing back there. For yes. all you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also we're having the retro chariot by my friend, Beth Coriel. It's going to be so fun. I've told Which everybody. is an Airstream, converted Airstream that I don't even know what you guys are going to do with it there. But when you see it, you know, it's party time. It's just going to be set up with like a cute little atmosphere. She's going to serve like mocktails and we're going to have like desserts or culinary area. It's going to have like desserts and we're going to have popcorn and we're going to have like little yard games and that'll be it. I kind of can't wait for this. Or is there going to be a kissing booth? Oh, we could if you want. Yeah. No, they told me today during bingo, because I asked them like the dumbest questions. You said during bingo. <laughs> they said, I, I have to call bingo every Monday. Thank you very much. I was like, guys, of course, I said guys, 
what was your all's prom theme? And they all just sat there and blinked at me. I was like, did you not go to prom ever? And one lady said, all the boys went to war when I was in high school. So we didn't go to prom. And I was like, we're going to have a prom. (laughs) I'm going to plan one and you're going to come. So, yeah. Yes. I'm picturing like the Greece prom where they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going for it this spring. That's an awkward moment. You like, guys go to prom. No, all of our boyfriends went to war. And I instead, I just turned it in. I went, then we're going to have one here. Were they excited? Yeah. I was like, we'll do pictures. We'll have a disco ball. We'll have punch. We'll have corsages. We'll just do it. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. I know. Matt, you would be awesome at this job. I know you don't want it, but you would be the prototype for this job. Like a cruise director. Yeah. I'm excited to be with them. Yeah. I'm singing Bruno Mars. Yeah. Because nothing gets old people going like that song. (laughs) You know what I'm talking? (laughs) Styling, living up in the city. Well, and we're inviting their families, so maybe they'll come and you'll get some younger people. And if fireballs come, not fireballs. What? I get this wrong every time. Sparklers. If the sparklers come. I thought you were talking about those drinks, fireballs. We can have those. I mean, they're up for a party. We are into episode 21 and you are calling them fireballs. I know. I'm sorry. It's been a few weeks. But hey, I call my best friends fireballs. Yeah. So that's it for us today on Fire Away. We'll be back with more seriously funny conversations next week. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash podcast fire away and on Instagram at fireway underscore podcast and watch us via video on our YouTube channel and fire this podcast off to a few friends. Fire away. Fire away. Fire away. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I forget what they said in there. You can tease your life, but you got them on the spot. Welcome back.